Welcome to Weejucational, everyone. I'm Shade. This is Weejucational, and if this is your first time listening, before you do anything else, be sure to click subscribe or follow wherever you're listening. Very important so you can hear all the newest episodes as they are released. And if you're a returning listener, this is a great time to see where you're listening to us, because wherever you're listening to us, if you leave us a review, that helps others find us. So if it's on Apple Podcasts, great. If it's on Spotify, great. Go ahead and drop a review about the episode or the show so that we can get a little bit more recognition and get a wider range of cannabis-loving listeners. I have lots of important things to talk to you guys about today and some exciting things as well. We'll be discussing a brand new strain of the week, as you might have expected. And if you love the show, go ahead and find us on YouTube right now. The link is in the show notes to keep it super easy. But you can also look for us, Weejucational, on YouTube. You'll notice the logo. Go ahead and hit subscribe so we can get you guys over there. Lots of cool things are going to be on the YouTube channel, so... You don't want to miss out on any of that. Be sure to click subscribe and like one of the videos. Or if you're feeling really generous, like them all. Last bit of house cleaning, heading up to 420. I know a lot of our fans and listeners are asking about merchandise and where they can get weed-infused stuff. So this is a great time to check the link in the show notes. We do have a section all about merch. You can find cups, shirts, sweatshirts, um, some things for the house. All all different goodies are in there. So be sure to pop by there and take a look. Every purchase you make helps support the show. And speaking of products, if there are any companies, products, or perhaps people in the industry or businesses in the industry that you really, really like, Either, you know, maybe there's a coffee shop that does edibles or you have a favorite bud tender. Go ahead and email me at weeducationalpod at gmail.com and tell me what the business is and why you like it. And by the way, it can be yours. I want to thank everybody who has been sharing the show. It's one of the biggest compliments that I can get is somebody who turns around and says, hey, have you heard this show? So thank you to everyone who is helping the show grow. Without you and your support, it simply wouldn't exist. Okay, I think that's all the house cleaning we have. So let's get back to the show. This week, we are talking about a very important topic here in Florida, which is that we have a bill on the table for a THC cap. Now, a lot of you have no idea that this even exists, which is one of the reasons why we need to talk about it today. So it's House Bill 1455, and the hope with this bill set forth by Republican Rep. Spencer Roach is to basically put a cap of 10% on marijuana. Now, a lot of us, on a daily basis when we smoke our flower, we're looking for percentages way over 10%. So immediately that would impact the medicine you currently use. Today, the typical THC level in medicinal cannabis that we see is somewhere between 25 and 30%. So what does this mean to the Florida medicinal patient and their medicine? Well, first of all, it means that a lot of the medicines they currently use, they wouldn't have access to. A lot of the tinctures that you get in a dispensary that are used for pain or sleep have higher concentrations than 10% within them. Right now, a lot of the edibles 
that are available in Florida have a THC cap at 10%. And for that very reason, a lot of people don't even use them because they get what they feel to be no effect. Mr. Roach is also trying to say that this is on the same plane as the opiate crisis and how it began. And one of the biggest differences is that with marijuana, no one's dying. In fact, in Florida, we have proof that we're reversing the effects of the opioid crisis because people are getting off of their narcotics and their opioids and they're choosing marijuana instead, not because it gives them the same effect, but because they're finally feeling better and they don't need the medicine that they were taking or the fistful of pills they were using. And you might be wondering why he says this, like where he's getting his information. Well, that's a big question because he can't actually answer it. it he was asked multiple times when he presented the bill what medicinal evidence he had to prove this and what physicians he had consulted with and he couldn't produce any names. But it's still important to contact your state representatives right now because if this goes through the house, they absolutely will have to adhere to it here in Florida. And I don't know any patients that would still want to be patients if there was a THC cap at 10%. I think that there's this assumption that with a higher THC percentage, you're using it simply for the euphoria, simply for the psychoactive effects. But a certain amount of THC is what it will take for certain patients to get an effect. Not only if they've been frequent users, but also if they've used other strong medicines in the past like Dilaudin or Percocet or Valium, they need something that's, a, you know, more potent to really give them the effect that they need. Whether it's sedation or pain relief or they have horrible PTSD and they need to take down the anxiety. I mean, this would really impact patients and the medicine that they currently are used to receiving. You know, a lot of what you have at home on your patches, in your bottles, in your jars of flour, that would all go away and we would have to start over. And while that may not seem like a huge undertaking, it really is because it would mean that all the product that dispensaries currently have available would not, most of it wouldn't be sellable and some products would never return. Because this is such an important issue here in Florida, I want to recommend that you contact your state officials now before it goes any further. In this instance, your voice matters. I'm going to attach more information about the bill and how you can contact your local state officials before this makes it to the House and is put to a final vote. Also, if you are a Florida patient, tell all of your friends about this. All of your Florida friends who are patients need to know about this because it's going to take all of our voices to take this back, to turn this around and put a stop to it before it gets any further. Like I said, I will include a link in the show notes right beside the bold letters THC cap in Florida. Thank you for taking the time to give me your attention on this very important matter. Stay tuned. More Weeducational right after this. Welcome back. I'm sure you're ready to get into more canna-infused content, so let's let's get there. Let's go. I wanted to talk about something that I often hear about from patients on a very regular basis, which is, okay, I like the product, 
I'm getting the relief. How do I intensify my high? How do I get more of that euphoria? Why does this flower not seem to be doing anything for me anymore? So today we're going to talk about how to get more out of the plant that we love. How to intensify that high, that euphoria, or maybe just kick up your cannabis-infused regime a little bit. You know, let's spice it up. Let's see. So for my purists out there, those of you who love smoking whole flour, something that's got fluffy buds with lots of trichomes and straight out of the dispensary, if you're getting bored with the strains that you have at home or maybe you have some unused flour and it's just not seeming to get you as high as it did when you first got it, I have a great suggestion for you that's available pretty much everywhere now. So there's what I call the icing on the cake. And to me, the icing on the cake can consist of any number of products. Um, But here are my two favorites for the job. For patients who are regular users, but perhaps just have weed at home that they are like, this is not getting me high anymore. I love the strain, but for whatever reason, I'm not getting all the effects I was originally getting. It's probably a potency issue. So what I would do is I would sprinkle a little keef on top, or if you're rolling a joint, sprinkle the keef within inside the joint along with your ground up flour to intensify it. When you're combusting the flour, in your bowl, in your blunt, in your joint, when you sprinkle this little powdery topping of keef on top, you now take what was good weed and you make it great weed, and you take what's great weed and you make it fantastic weed. (laughs) So I like to think of it like a seasoning, right? You can have raw chicken, you can have cooked chicken, and then you can have well-seasoned chicken. I'd prefer the latter. So... For people who are regular users, you have some flour at home, or maybe you're just wanting to, maybe right now what you're smoking is just not doing it for you. Don't throw it out. Don't waste it. You can find keef at most dispensaries, but it's the same exact powder that you get on the side of your grinder from the plant after you've ground it up, that little powdery green consistency on the side. That's what keef is. So make sure you're collecting that and then you can sprinkle your very own keef without spending a dime on top. Fun fact about keef, you can also sprinkle it in your coffee in the morning, heat it up. Um, I like to add it to hot coffee and then throw it in the microwave for like another 30 seconds and heat it up even more. And then I get the relaxation, some of the euphoria, I mean, Keef is just a great product and now it's available by itself. So you don't even have to worry about, well, where can I get this? Most dispensaries are carrying Keef for the very reasons I just listed. It's a popular product. And there are many people out there that want to stick with using flour. And in this way you are, you're not using any solvents. The Keef is naturally agitated off the plant or in your grinder. So It's a really cool thing to add to your cannabis arsenal. The second product that I'm going to recommend that can be used in the same ways, but in a couple additional ones. So it's referred to as distillate. It's basically a very viscous form of ethanol extracted 
THC. So it's a very pure and potent form of THC. A lot of distillates will start at about 76% and go upwards of 90%. So if you're looking for something to add to your joints, you can put a little bit on your joint on the outside or the inside. So as you burn it down, it'll burn. Um, some people even put a little bit of distillate on the top or on the outside of the joint, and then they'll put a little keef as well to really bring it on to another level. The other cool thing about distillates is that they can be used to fill cartridges, which is just one more way you can use them. And it saves you a step if you're wanting to cook with cannabis. So one very easy way to make edibles. Distillates can also be taken orally, so if you're somebody who doesn't want to smoke marijuana and perhaps you have no tolerance for inhalation whatsoever, you can put a little bit on your tongue, add some to some chocolate, anything you like, really, and you'll get the high THC in a concentrated amount, and you get a little bit more bang for your buck because it's in a liquid form, a very viscous liquid form, you can kind of microdose and use exactly how much you need for the occasion. It's pretty cool. Now you can find keef and distillates at most dispensaries, both recreational and medicinal. Some of my favorite strains of keef and distillates are, in the distillate, I love the purple punch. It's an indica, great for body pain, very relaxing for end of day, and the flavor is delicious. Then there is the Blue Dream, which I like because I love the cerebral effects. It also makes it easier for me to focus and get some things done that maybe I wouldn't have been excited to do because it's got the power to make me happy. <laughs> and this is the perfect time to remind you that if there is a strain product or story you want to share with the show, please do. You can comment, leave a message. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and now YouTube. So obviously, if you're listening to us on anchor.fm, I hope that you leave an audio message. But if you're not quite brave enough, that's okay. You can send us an email or communicate in any way that is comfortable for you. Okay, so coming up next, our strain of the week, your favorite part. I know. We're going to get to that and a couple more tips right after this. Welcome back, everybody. This is the part that you guys have all been waiting for, probably my favorite part of the show, and that is this week's Strain of the Week. So this week's Strain of the Week is White Widow. This is a personal favorite of mine and actually one of the first strains that changed my life. Blue Dream was the very first. But White Widow really has a very special place in my heart. And I'm not alone because in 95, it won the Cannabis Cup. So why do I love this strain? Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you about its typical effects. You get the creativity. It helps with depression. You're going to get the cotton mouth. But I feel like we get that with most forms of weed. It will help balance you. So if you have issues with your mood, if you're especially tense, if your job is stressing you out that week, I highly recommend White Widow. If you struggle like I do with eating on a regular basis or anxiety, it will help stimulate your appetite, it'll help with your depression, and it'll help balance out your anxiety. It's a 60% leaning hybrid in sativa, so you can use it during the day. It definitely will not put you to sleep unless you're one of those lucky fellows who has the opposite effect than is intended of the strain. 
But I have to tell you that it's definitely one of the sativa-leaning strains that has never caused me to be nervous. It was produced by the Dutch veteran Greenhouse Seeds in the 90s, and it was bred between a Brazilian indica and a South Indian sativa. This particular strain was built specifically for a high trichome count. So it's valued for production in hash. It definitely would be great to cook with. And if you're smoking a bowl, you're going to notice the crystals on this guy. Most of the THC composition is around 20%, but some of the phenotypes that come from this strain exceed that amount. As far as the flavor, it's got a smooth, earthy taste. So if you're looking for like a fruity, sweet flavor, this is not the one for you. This is for people who are looking for something strong. Maybe they've been smoking for a really long time and they're looking for something different. White Widow is for us veteran smokers to try and kick it up a notch and really appreciate the stickiness. Because when you break this butt apart, it's it's tacky and it's definitely got a hash incense to it. So if you're into the pure earthy flavor, then you'll love this one and you'll definitely appreciate the high because it's a more deep concentrated high. You have the ability to get things accomplished with the sativa end of it with the added benefit of you're not in pain anymore and magically you feel like you have all the energy it's about to take to take on the rest of your day and all the stress that goes with it. So if this sounds like a strain you're interested in, go find White Widow at your local dispensary or ask your local bud tender about it. I want to thank everybody who's listening to the show, downloading every week and sharing it with a friend. It is the deepest and greatest compliment you can offer me. If you would like to become a supporter of the show, there is a link right below in the show notes, along with a link to our merchandise, so don't miss that, especially with 420 coming up. You definitely want to be set on your cannabis merch, guys. So go peek at that, and if you have any suggestions for the show, go ahead and email me. I would love to hear from you. I hope all of you have a wonderful weekend. Stay tuned for next week's episode of more Weeducational. I'm Shade. Be well, everyone.